welcome to Life on the Brink, a lovely little place filled with inspiration and creativity that is dedicated to enjoying life one day at a time. I'm Anna, and together we're exploring the beautiful things in this world that fascinate us, and often discovering something new. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 31 of Life on the Brink. I hope you're doing well and uh, that you're enjoying your summer. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere like me, I, uh, I'm i doing well. This week I'm a little bit under the weather. I'm sure you can probably hear it in my voice. Um, I'm feeling much better today, but I have, uh, I've caught a cold from my family. <laughs> so if you hear that congestion, that's just, that's what it is. I've just been staying at home the past couple days and um, drinking lots of tea and lots of water and soup. And we're talking about one of those things today. We're talking about tea, of course. Now, this is not the first episode that we've had about tea on Life on the Brink, but today we're talking specifically about iced tea. I'm not usually tempted to buy drinks out in the wintertime. I, like a, a warm drink because I can go home and make a cup of tea and it's just as comforting. But something happens in the summer when I just feel like stopping at Starbucks like all the time because I think a little refreshing, little sweet something, something is just part of that sort of carefree, almost luxurious feeling of summer. And um, last year I started making my own drinks, mostly because you, you couldn't really go anywhere. <laughs> But also, and I'm sure you can relate, teas can be expensive when you go out and buy them, when tea itself is not very expensive at all. So today we're going to have a very um, sort of a quick episode talking about tea and iced tea and how you can definitely save a buck um, (laughs) by making your own tea drinks, whether it's uh, simply some iced teas. We're going to talk about tea lattes. We're going to talk about tea refreshers and... um, all the possibilities with that. And uh, if you haven't listened to episode 19, which is about tea lattes, those were hot lattes, I would recommend giving that one a listen as well, because we will be referencing it a little bit throughout the episode. Um, This is going to be a very link heavy episode as well. I'm going to link all the recipes that I'm pulling from, as well as lots of things that I've ordered online or videos and stuff like that. And You can find those show notes again at lifeonthebrink.live and just head to the blog section and uh, be sure to stick around because I have a really exciting little joy and an album that is perfect for sipping your iced tea. So before we jump into this, feel free to make yourself a cup of tea. (laughs) If it's hot right now, uh, hot tea, that's just fine. I've got a turmeric ginger tea waiting for me. That's going to be very comforting to my system. (laughs) And uh, snuggle up if you like, and let's get started. First, we're just talking about iced teas. And I've talked about this a little bit, where I've mentioned how I've just been keeping tea in the fridge. So I'm going to just go into a little bit of detail as to how I do it, so that if you'd like, you can start brewing it at home yourself. Um, I haven't gotten into cold brewing. I know you can cold brew tea the same way you can cold brew coffee, but I'm just keeping it simple. And so if you can make a cup of tea of hot tea, you can make this. And maybe I'll get into cold brew later. But um, 
The only special piece of equipment that I would recommend is a resealable glass carafe or water bottle. I've linked a few in the show notes. I think I got mine from Home Goods, and it holds like uh, probably like five to six cups of liquid. But even if you keep it in like a large jar, like that's fine too. Either way, you just want to add enough water to fill your vessel uh, to a pot and bring it to a boil. Then you will remove the pot from heat and add your tea of choice. And we'll talk about teas in a little bit. But I recommend adding a little bit extra uh, than you would if you were just making hot tea because uh, science, (laughs) if you cool something down, it's not going to taste as intense because your tongue is grappling with the fact that it's cold. So add a little bit extra tea to brew it a little stronger. Then uh, you just let the tea steep as the water cools down to room temperature. And if you know this is a tea that's going to go a little bitter if it's there too long, you can take it out. But otherwise, just leave it there um, as it's cooling. And then you would add your sweetener or your syrup. Unless you'd like to sweeten with just straight up sugar, then you would do that when it's hot. But we're going to talk about syrups in a little bit, so you might get inspired. And either way, you add your sweetener and then you just chill that tea in the fridge. And then you can enjoy it over ice. So some teas that I really like to have iced and prepare this way are fruity sort of herbal teas where there might not actually be any tea involved, but like, you know, a hibiscus tea, um, a berry blend, fruity things, a peach, sometimes like a peach green or peach white you can find. That's really nice. I like icing green tea as well as um, if I'm going to do black, I like an Earl Grey, I think. And then if you live anywhere near a Trader Joe's, and I have linked in the show notes a place where you can shop for it online, but at Trader Joe's seasonally, they offer a watermelon mint tea that is so good and it's really good iced. So I recommend that one. And then the final flavor that I really love iced is jasmine. So I have a jasmine oolong, but um, I've seen a lot of jasmine greens. That floral taste of jasmine tea is so good in the summertime. So consider jasmine. And you can also add things to the tea. I just want to mention this. So if you say you uh, are brewing a lemon ginger green tea, that's the one that I like to do. Um, I will also add slices of fresh ginger to the pot along with the tea, you know, just to give it a little bit of extra spice, you know, so you can get creative with that. And then you have nice, delicious tea, refreshing. It's just waiting for you in the fridge. And uh, if you go to a, a cafe or a coffee shop or Starbucks and you just get like a an iced green tea, that can run you a couple bucks. But it's really so simple to just keep it at home and uh, you can take it with you to go. You can just put it over ice. You can take it to go to the beach, to the park, wherever. It's so lovely. So now we're going to talk about tea lattes, which um, again, episode 19 talked about hot lattes. And today we're talking about their iced counterparts. But uh, spoiler alert, it's even easier. (laughs) All you have to do is follow the steps that I've just mentioned for making your iced tea. And then when you serve it over ice, you just add milk. Um, You can also add a little bit of cream if you like it super rich. But I just like using 
unsweetened vanilla almond milk most of the time. But you can experiment with coconut milk or oat milk or whatever milk you prefer. So if you're making an iced London fog, uh, you would just combine chilled Earl Grey tea with milk. And that's it. Or for an iced chai, you could you could follow the steps uh, of icing just a, a chai blend that you like. Maybe add some extra ginger to the pot and then combine it with milk. Or you can make my recipe for masala chai, which is, again, in the show notes of episode 19. And it's a little bit more involved, but um, is so, oh my gosh, it's so spicy and rich. And have you ever been to a store and you can buy like those cartons of chai or it's already milky, already ready to go, and you can either heat it up or just ice it? You can make that by just making a masala chai and then chilling it. And then you can have that luxurious, sweet chai just waiting for you whenever you like. And then, of course, the other latte that we all know and love is matcha. Um, And that one still takes a little bit of preparation to blend the matcha with the water, but it's still super simple. I've left a recipe in the show notes um, on some measurement recommendations, but really you're just mixing the matcha with hot water, you add your sweetener, and you pour it over ice, and then you pour milk. Like, that's it. And it's such a unique flavor, so refreshing. I love it. And just like that, you have cafe-worthy iced tea lattes, but you can know exactly what's in them, and you get to control the level of sweetness. And speaking of sweetness, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about syrups and sweeteners. There's a lot of ways you can add fun flavors through homemade syrups. I always love going to a coffee shop that has house-made syrups, where they make them there, um, because chances are they have unique flavor combinations on their menu, since syrups are the easiest way to add a little something extra to your latte or your iced tea. And as it turns out, making your own simple syrups is indeed very simple. I've included a full breakdown in the show notes, but essentially you just need equal parts water and sugar. Um, I've also done it with honey and it works just as well. Um, And you can also switch it up and do it with brown sugar if you like. But you basically just dissolve sugar in water and you let it cool and it becomes a syrup. But then this is where the fun comes in. You can add whatever you like to the water when you combine it with the sugar. So you can try adding maybe dried lavender or uh, rose petals. You could try with lemon peel or orange peel or maybe fresh herbs like uh, basil. You could infuse it with basil or mint or lemon balm maybe. Or you could um, cut open a vanilla bean and let it go uh, with the sugar and you have a flavored syrup when it's all done. My friend Caroline, you might remember her from the Christmas episode, she gave me recently a jar of honeysuckle syrup and it is amazing. She just boiled a bunch of honeysuckle flowers that she picked herself and added the sugar and made it into a simple syrup and it just tastes like a flower so imagine like maybe you could make an iced jasmine tea and then sweeten it with a honeysuckle syrup are you kidding you can feel like a fairy just drinking flower juice all day (laughs) or maybe make a lavender syrup and then add it to your iced london fog that sounds wonderful 
And of course, for a, a sugar-free alternative, you can always sweeten your teas with a simple syrup with granulated erythritol. People are still, uh, you know, experimenting with it, so you can uh, find an interesting way to infuse flavors. But otherwise, if you're not interested in infusing them, I will typically sweeten teas with um, liquid sucralose or sucra drops, and they work really well with no... Uh, they really don't taste like anything, so it's nice. And if you'd rather not make any syrup at all, of course you can find lots of them at specialty grocery stores. I understand, you're busy. It's summertime, we got stuff to do. So feel free to use store-bought syrups to jazz up your homemade iced teas. I don't see why not. In the long run, it's still way more cost-effective than buying a drink every day. And finally, we're just going to touch a little bit on this idea of tea refreshers. Because these days, Starbucks has a lot of crazy drinks that, if you look at it, they really don't contain a lot of tea, even if they are classified as such. So for all of you lovely tea lovers out there, now is the time to let your imagination lead you. Because um, it's totally possible to make unique and delicious tea refreshers that are, again, so much more inexpensive. All you need is your iced tea, and you can decide what flavor you'd like. Maybe you add some simple syrups that you've made or you've bought, and then incorporating fruit juices or fresh and frozen fruits is another way to really take your drink to the next level. And I recommend, if at all possible, to use a cocktail shaker. Um, and this is nice even for your tea lattes because it really blends everything super well and it adds a tiny little layer of foam on top, which is nice. So here are a few little examples to try or to get your creative mind going. First is uh, obviously a simple Arnold Palmer. Um, <laughs> my little sister, Nina, you recall from the last episode, <laughs> she works at a Chick-fil-A and they have just recently... Uh, I guess patented their Arnold Palmer, and it's called on their menu a Sun Joy, which sounds so super special, but it is literally an Arnold Palmer, which, if you're familiar, is half black tea, half lemonade. And it's very simple to make at home, but then you can also spice it up by maybe adding uh, a syrup that you've made, or even adding a little bit of peach juice or mango juice. That would be really nice. Just shake that up. And uh, if you don't have lemonade and don't want to go through the trouble of making it, you can just add a significant amount of lemon juice and then counteract that sourness with a fruit juice like mango. And then you mix it up with your black tea and you've got a whole, you've got your own sun joy. <laughs> and then uh, I just want to mention something that has completely revolutionized my whole summer this year. And that is frozen watermelon. I don't know why it took me so long to realize that when you blend, not just when you blend watermelon, but particularly frozen cubes of watermelon, when you blend it, if you add it to a smoothie or to a like a cocktail, or in this case to a tea drink, it just makes a wonderful sort of icy texture. You know how everyone tells you to add frozen banana or mango to a smoothie to make it really thick and creamy? Well, frozen watermelon makes it like this wonderful, almost like a slurpy texture, like that icy sort of 
it's so refreshing. So I have been blending it with my chilled green tea and a little squeeze of lemon and it just takes it to the next level because I enjoy sipping a nice green tea, but then it's got this really cold and icy texture with a hint of watermelon and it's so nice. I can't say enough good things about frozen watermelon. Please just cut it up and freeze it and just add it to stuff. And of course, I, I've shared it before, but I'm going to share it again. There's a video by a woman. Uh, her YouTube channel is called Honeysuckle, and she does a lot of really cool tea drinks. Um, I'll link a couple of them. She does some bubble tea videos, but she also has one that I want to highlight where she breaks down the four most popular pink drinks at Starbucks and makes them at home. She goes through the ingredients and like tastes everything and hers always turn out even more beautiful and tasting more fresh and not synthetic in any way. So I highly recommend checking that out as well. So I hope that you are excited and want to try making your own teas. I'm linking in the show notes a few extras, uh, just extra little things. I did mention a cocktail shaker is nice. Also, I use bamboo straws at home and I take uh, one or two out with me into the world. Um, and they're by Jungle Straws, so I'm going to link that. They're just, they're really nice and they're the right size for everything, except for bubble tea, if you like making bubble tea. In that case, I recommend, um, I'll link them. It's a set of metal straws by Harney and Sons that actually fit the boba. <laughs> and uh, I will buy my boba pearls from like the international market near me, but I'm also linking a package of them uh, from Amazon as well. Because tea lattes can also be called milk teas. And if you've ever been to a bubble tea shop, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I have made bubble tea on several occasions, and it really is so simple. So there you go. I, uh, I hope that these recipes have sort of inspired you uh, to make something this summer, to try something new, and uh, maybe save a little bit of money in the process. I so enjoy a cup of tea, and I know that so many of you out there do as well, and... This is just a simple way to sort of celebrate the season with a drink that we hold so very dear. So if you make any of these teas or you come up with a new way, please feel free to leave a comment on the show notes again at lifeonthebrink.live. And with that, I will be right back with this week's little joy. This week's little joy is something that I've waited quite a while for, and that is the first summer harvest of tomatoes and peppers. Last week, I picked two of my uh, sort of mid-sized tomatoes and two little pepperoncinis. They were so cute. I immediately cooked one of the tomatoes and one of the peppers um, in a sort of hash that I had for breakfast. And now I can see more tomatoes sort of coming in. And uh, even though I, I haven't had much luck with my squashes this year, not at all. Um, at least the tomatoes and the peppers are happy. <laughs> so I'm taking that as a win. And it's so fun to see things grow and uh, to harvest them and then immediately cook with them. Like that is just 
such a dream. I'll continue to update you all on my uh, garden harvest and uh, all the happenings this year. You can also find it on my uh, Instagram. I've created a highlight for Garden 21 for this year so that you can uh, see how it's going because it truly has grown a lot. And uh, that's what I'm holding on to in the face of all of my squashes looking so pitiful. So (laughs) that was a little joy. And I'm leaving you with an album uh, that is a little bit different from albums that I typically share, I guess, but it is just the perfect summer chilled out but groovy sound and uh, the album is called grace and it's by a dj called spinall he is a nigerian and you can totally hear in every single track just those wonderful like west african rhythms and uh, it's sort of an electronic kind of album i would say pop electronica pop but with all of that Nigerian influence. It's just so, so nice to listen to. The grooves are steady, but not in your face. It still feels relaxed, and I love the whole album. So uh, you can head to the show notes to find that, or you can just uh, look up Spinall. And with that, I wish you a very refreshing and relaxing summer week. I know I'm gonna be resting as much as I can this week, so... Be sure to stay hydrated and wear your sunscreen, and I will be back next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Life on the Brink. If you're enjoying these episodes, please feel free to leave a star rating or even better, leave a review on Apple Podcasts to help spread the word. For podcast show notes and extra inspirational posts throughout the week, head to the blog at lifeonthebrink.live. And if you'd like a little extra dose of inspiration in your life, sign up for the monthly newsletter, which lights up your inbox the first Friday of each month. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, friends, you have a lovely week. Bye.